0: Hello, cryptonauts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. This is the Wednesday episode number four hundred and sixty-eight. If you can believe it, we're so close to five hundred. It's not even possible. Wednesday, December twelfth. Sorry, fourteenth, twenty twenty-two. My name is Jake Jabberelli, and my co-host is Blockchain John. How's it going, John?
1: Hello, hello, hello. Good, good. Another cold day.
0: Another cold day. Yeah. It's it's December.
1: Right, we're in winter. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it is in the middle, of, yeah. Not the middle of winter, but pretty close. So we're coming up in Christmas to, what, 10, 11 days off. Mm-hmm. And then the new year. And we start all over again in 2023. Hopefully, yeah. it will be a better year for crypto. Anyways, there are still people crying and still people dying and still people having a hell of a time when it comes to crypto. Mostly Sam bankman Freed. But we're thinking that maybe Sam bankman Freed is the new Jeffrey Epstein. Is he or is he not? But let's first talk about... Changpeng Zhao and his opinion of self-custody. want to take this away, Sean.
1: Yep, 99% of people will lose crypto storing in self-custody. Binance CEO Changpeng Zhao has said that. Yes, he said holding your crypto in your wallet is not risk-free. That's what he said on a Twitter space earlier today. Now, CZ has a habit of joining tw- uh, Twitter spaces. He likes to, you know, uh, just get his voice out there and just talk to the community. But uh, sometimes his words do backlash at him. And it sounds like that's what this article is pretty much r- r- talking about. Where, you know, um, he's he's more promoting centralized exchanges being uh, more more responsible, <clears throat> unlike uh, you know, excluding FTX. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, he's trying, he's trying, he's trying. To, I, I'm guessing he's trying to promote Binance. You know, hey, uh, store your store your coins with us. Uh, well, we're more responsible than you are, and uh, we'll take care of you.
0: Yeah, that's that is one of the things that really kind of pisses me off about this. Because I mean. I realize it's his primary business. Binance is his baby. He created this. Well, n- not completely by himself, but, um, so it is in his interest to speak, despairingly, I guess, of self custody. I would think that a, a person so into crypto would s- still be cool with people doing self custody. But I mean, he's not wrong. If you took the if you took the average crypto muggle off the street and said. Here's some coin, don't lose the private keys. They probably would lose the private keys unless they're a person who is pretty meticulous and understanding their, you know, the importance of not doing that. It's like if you lose your private keys, you ain't getting the money back. Period. My
1: experience (laughs) of of talking to people and getting them into crypto and actually going through the process of getting them into crypto and talking to them about how what the responsibility is of having sub custody, they are terrified. They prefer not to do do that because they feel like they would. They would ultimately lose those keys, and would trust something like Coinbase to hold their coins right. or Binance.
0: Right, I mean there is and some there is some exactly until we get some better uh, decentralized trading going on, not just DeFi. Uh, it's it is a little difficult to trade your self custody coins compared to a centralized exchange, right.
1: That's the whole idea about uh, centralized or decentralized exchange or decentralized wallets, self custody wallets. Is that you know you are the key holder of your own bank. You know? Yep. Yep. Take care of it.
0: Yeah. Your money. Yeah, but the nice thing is, no one can really steal any of that money from you unless exactly. you give up your keys.
1: Exactly. And or leak it somehow.
0: Like somehow leak it. Yeah, I accidentally show it in your YouTube videos. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Even though the keys themselves aren't like easily copied, the person can still write the, num- the number string down, which is exactly what people did to me. So yeah, uh, don't don't show your keys. It'd be true of anything, right? If you don't want someone getting into your into your you know fiat bank account, don't show them your keys. How how hard is that? The difference, I guess, is when doing self custody, is that you there's there's no FDIC on self custody wallets. Maybe there will, according to, the, according to what Senator Warren's going to do here in this next article. Yeah. So, uh, Senator Warren, that's one of the uh, senators from the U.S. here. Uh, I don't remember where she's from. In Massachusetts, right? Okay. Uh, introduces new crypto tar- bill targeting self-custody wallets. So what she you trying to do here? This is Senator Warren on your screen right now. And I'm not saying she isn't for the people. She's one of those people who definitely is for the people. Probably one of the more the most for the people of all the senators, besides maybe Bernie Sanders. Uh, The Digital Asset Anti-Money Laundering Act is a direct attack, this is according to um, Peter Vanderbilt on Twitter, on the technological progress and also a direct attack on personal privacy and autonomy. Now, why did he say that? Why is he saying that it's it's an attack on progress, particularly digital uh, technological progress and personal privacy and autonomy? I guess the best analogy for me is, right now, if you're using fiat cash, like U.S. dollars, before any CBC goes into place, uh, they don't know what's in your wallet. They might know how much money you make by your job. They might know how much money you pay on taxes, but they don't know what you're carrying around your wallet at this very moment. They know the range that you're probably carrying, but they don't know exactly what you're carrying. And that's not their business. It's not the government's business to know how much money you have in your wallet at every second of every day. It does not matter to them. Because if that's true, and we're going to go for the complete uh, communistic ideal here, then I want to know what's in um, Senator uh, Warren's wallet. And if she doesn't want that either, then she should, su- she yeah. should leave my wallet alone. Mm-hmm. And so that's the kind of thing here with this, this, um, this bill is it's very, uh, it's very much a privacy invasion. It's like, hey, that's yeah. not for you to exactly. see. That's not your business. Yeah. yeah,
1: but like you I'm going to reiterate what you're talking about with CBDCs and that's pretty much what it is. It is 100% all that and more. KYC and it does it, it will have restrictions built into it even though they're 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 shilling it like it's not going to be but yes, when you have a centralized entity like the government holding every single one of those coins in every single wallet, they can determine whether you get to spend those on firearms, ammunition, mm-hmm. beef, you know, yep. hey, yep. you know what? You did, you did, you 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 tweeted something uh, inappropriate. So uh, yeah, you're not going to be able to uh, purchase this. Well, the example I, I keep idea. thinking
0: of is what happens in Japan, right? Japan uh, has national uh, healthcare. That's something that they had for a while, and they've actually been trying to get people to stop being so fat. Now, of course, sumo wrestlers are exempt from that, but everyone else, if you're eating too much red meat or too much sugar, you know, mm. everyone else's Uh, money is paying for your health care. And if you're getting fat and dying, well every other basically they're they're forcing their own citizens to stop being fat. Now I'm not saying uh, that being fat is necessarily a good thing for your body, but at the same time it's your prerogative. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I think I think uh, if I recall correctly, the government of Japan uh, provide stipends to uh, to corporations for their employees to maintain a, a, a certain uh, health level, Yep. Uh, which which requires them to be in a certain uh, BMI or yep. body mass index yep. for, for their employers. Yeah. You know, to, uh, to have longevity. I no, guess.
0: I That's get the, the reasons. Benefit. It's just, it's a weird incentive. <laughs> yeah. And this is what I'm saying about KYC and self-custody wallets. It's your wallet. It's your money. What you do with it is up to you, not up to the government. Now, the government definitely can incentivize things, and I, I encourage incentivization from the government to do things. They incentivize pe- people to get married and stay married. They incentivize people to have children by reducing their taxes. And those are incentivization. They're not they're not things that are forcing you to do it. They're, they're forcing you to do it by your money desire. So
1: Another, another thing that the bill is going to include is to prevent anyone from using privacy-enhancing technologies such as tornado cash, and that's been the most popular one. Um, I know CoinJoin is one for uh, for SHA two five six for a uh, Bitcoin. Uh, Monero is obviously a privacy coin, um, but yeah, pretty much the, that will no longer be allowed if this bill passes. Right. Um, they won't be able to integrate with those. Of course, because they want every they want to be able to see your transactions. They want absolute.
0: They want uh, hedge money. Yep, they want everything, and it's not it's not the freedom of the country. And I'm not talk- I'm not a libertarian. But I can see why libertarians would say this, you know, mm. and what we've been saying forever is not your keys not your crypto in this in this case, it might be your keys and your crypto, but they can still see your wallet. I don't even know how people would do that. I really don't. How would they make k y c for a self custodied wallet <laughs> uh
1: peter Peter tweeted uh uh, something quite interesting. It says Senator Warren and Marshall's proposed bills subjecting software devs and nodes to AML is a re- repudiation, re- repudiation of liberal values and moves towards the types of surveillance and control prized by authoritarians like Vladimir Putin, Kim Jong Un, and, yeah. and Kim Jong Un. Yes. Yeah.
0: Now yeah, this is this is this is way too overreaching, and this is not what government's mm-hmm. about. I mean, I realize that there is some some level of socialism that is about super overreach, but that's really not ideal. Yeah,
1: so. it's like you said, you know, uh, the, the, the government doesn't need to know what I have, my, my $2 in my wallet, okay? Yeah. My $2 a lot.
0: So here is it now. We're going to move on from other news to the Sam Bankman-Fried FTX block of our news, which, of course, yep. takes up most yep. of our news. But some things have been pretty crazy <laughs> as of late. And if it was, was it yesterday? Was it the day before when, when, uh, when he actually got arrested?
1: It was uh, actually after our podcast on Sunday. was after Sunday, which, so it
0: was Monday morning or yeah, something? Yeah,
1: Monday morning, yeah. Uh, so. SBF denied bail, will fight extradition from the Bahamas, so, which is interesting. Why Why doesn't he want to go to, to the States, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you have like a feeling maybe the he
0: moved to Bahamas, Bahamas because he liked it better.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if you look at the conditions, it doesn't look too nice.
0: Well, I know the conditions outside of jail are pretty nice, <laughs> not inside jail. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You can look out the window, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. The judge well, Bahamas yeah. has denied disgrace. FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried's request for bail, calling the former billionaire a flight risk. Which I would say that that would be true. Yeah. Somebody like him that has a lot of deep connections, that can make him quote-unquote yeah, disappear. Where does he have a quarter
0: million dollars? I thought all the money that he had was taken from him because it's not his money anymore. So how does he even that, get a quarter million dollars to get bail?
1: Exactly. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's got parents.
0: Uh, Yeah, that's that's true. He's got family. could probably help him out. But yeah, if if they set bail and then deny anyone to pay the bail, then what's the point of setting bail? Mm -hmm. But yeah, they do have an extradition treaty with the U.S. that they can send uh, people out. If they commit a crime that was similar to something in the U.S. Um, And by the looks
1: of this, uh, the earliest he's going to be extradited is around February.
0: Right, so he gets to spend a nice uh, two and a half months in the worst prison in the country, which we will talk yeah, about actually, let's, later. Let's
1: show some photos here. Well, that that's oh, not a different not
0: article, yeah. Oh, okay. um, All right, but we basically so we, we, part of the problem is that the the, uh, the government wanted him to testify, right? They had they needed him to testify on Tuesday, but he was arrested on Monday. Yes. So I don't know if they if, and they let you know, to wait for the extradition. It could be months before they get to talk to him. By then, he could commit a. Uh, a Jeffrey Epstein and then we will never know
1: John McAfee
0: Or oh, yeah John McAfee anyways he mm. the uh, he uh for without having any any kind of thing in the prison for which you could hang yourself somehow you managed to hang yourself Hashtag how does that whacked exactly that's not, it's just not cool. In any case, basically getting at the fact is that the lot, that uh, Sam McMenfreed has uh, stirred himself a g- gargantuan pot of shit. <laughs> Keep in
1: mind that Uncle Sam is still deeply involved in this as well. So right. he's still being investigated. Well, so. I mean,
0: at the very end of this article, they might make mention the U.S. Department said that he has eight charges against him, which could give him 115 years in prison if he got all accounts. That is Man. a lot of time in prison.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I guess people don't like it when you throw away their billions of dollars.
1: Which is good because we need we need this kind of punishment for people that are screwing up with customers' money. Yeah. This should not be allowed. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: We also so need this for for bite the bullet. every every person. No one's above the law. No person is above the law. So it doesn't matter how much money you have or proclaim you have. <laughs> it doesn't matter what what offices you served in this country, or not, or in not even in this country. If you commit crimes in the U.S., you need to go to jail.
1: Is, is uh, Sam a U.S. citizen? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I never looked into that. Yeah.
0: So, anyways, um, more Sam Bankman-Fried uh, news coming from Cointelegraph. FTX staffer says, Extravagant expenditures and cult-like worshipping at the SPF FTX. Why is there so many acronyms? Anyways, a former employee had revealed the lavish expenditures of the exchange as well as its intense company culture. There's a video in here we'll play just real quick about one of the places that they got to stay. There's no no speaking here, but this is a video of uh, one of the suites that was, I don't know, I think owned by FTX that the employee videoed.
1: Really nice. Very,
0: very nice-looking uh, suite. Look at those so, over there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, employees were, uh, uh, in particular, FDX spent over a quarter billion dollars on real estate purchases buying roughly 35 properties in the Bahamas uh, per the December 13th report from CNBC. But uh, the thing I think is funny about this, not just the things that they had. the uh, Food was catered 24-7. Uh, free groceries, pop-up barber, uh, fortnightly massages. So every two weeks Basically you got a free massage. No, yeah, I mean,
1: as much as possible.
0: Yeah, but the thing that's that's so di- so sad about all this, and this is the, th- the point was actually made by uh, John J. Ray, the uh, guy that took over, was um, the company and its many invoices and expense receipts were submitted through a messaging app, Slack. Now the now that's not to say that Slack isn't a program that can be used for this purpose. There's plenty of things you can do with Slack, but it's not exactly what you'd expect when it comes to finance management. <laughs> mm-hmm. No record keeping whatsoever. The record keeping was all done through Slack, which means there is a record. <laughs> it's just not a typical so record.
1: The <laughs> main person behind this article or that's being talked about is going to be uh, Danielle Cloud, which is Clan. going to be, yep. uh, now retired or, or res- resigned, resigned yep. from FTX.
0: Yep. Cloud. She gave a lot of details about what was going on over there, and it was crazy and extremely unconventional. But not necessarily unconventional in the sense of, uh, well, I don't know, maybe it was a criminal organization, and that's probably the reason they were just like, look, everything's so nice here, you want to stay forever, right? Be a criminal with us. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's it's frustrating to know that this wasn't their money. It was literally customers' money and yep. just uh, this, like, yeah, but this is the thing of, of
0: Sam Bankman commenting, I think, last week that he was that he may have mixed the, the money from Alameda Research or uh and uh um and the FTX, he may have mixed the money up a little bit. It's like a little bit is probably an understatement. You mm-hmm. I mean, can't think of customer money as yours, it's not yours, it's customers, it doesn't belong to you, it never belonged to you if you charge them a fee. Then that fee belongs to your company, and not even to you. It belongs to the company. But it appears that they spent, you know, like I said, quarter billion dollars just on real estate. Did they make a quarter billion dollars off the customers in which they could spend? Anyways, uh, that would be what four percent of the total. I think four percent of the thirty billion, or is it point four percent? All right. Anyways, next next article here uh, is kind of the contrast to what was going on. <laughs>
1: SBF uh, Bohemian prison reported for quote harsh conditions and degrading treatment. Oh, well, so uh, that's where FBS uh, Baby Sam is at. He's um, he's he's sitting in a nice little prison in Bahamas, but uh, it's not that nice. It's actually very very bad. Horrible conditions. Um, there's some there's some video here. Some 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 photos here from uh, what is it from Daily Mail? Yeah, Daily Mail. Show uh, show those those images here. Yeah, that's exactly like you got the concrete floors. Everything's there's bacteria everywhere. It's disgusting.
0: disgusting. Yeah, some some people were getting bed sores because they didn't even have a bed to sleep on. That is, they were having to sleep on the floor.
1: Imagine Again. a ten foot holding cell, and you're having six grown men sleeping. Yep. Six
0: shoulder people, to shoulder, shoulder to shoulder, feet. with with in a ten foot cell. Like it's not even a ten foot by ten foot. It's a ten foot deep and maybe six yep. foot wide. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, So, yeah, that's shoulder to shoulder. That's bad,
0: man. Yeah. It's it's some of the absolute worst Imagine conditions. Imagine one of the guys farts. Fart right <laughs> one fart. <laughs>
1: Everybody's farting it up, man. The front looks nice. There's a photo down here in the front. The front looks really nice, you know. But once you get in there, ugh, it doesn't look too nice.
0: And look at all the fans. All the fans are, I mean, remember, it's a tropical place, which means it's not going to be cold. It's going to be warm, which is, I guess, nice at night. You don't have to worry about having too many blankets. But at the same time, they got all those fans in there. Why? Because it's freaking hot. All that body heat and that tiny little cell is basically a freaking oven. And on top of the fact that there's no, you know, natural windows and no, you um, know, air conditioning. I, I, I can't imagine. I just can't imagine. It, this is what hell is. And honestly, as much as nobody wants to go to prison, I would say, this is the kind of prison that I don't think uh, that people identify with real prison, <laughs> not American <That's>, prison. <laughs>
1: exactly, which is kind of unusual that SBF doesn't want to be extradited. Yeah, he prefers to live in these conditions rather than a U.S.
0: And this is where we're getting into the conspiracy theories, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The conspiracy theory is is that that Sandbank Penfrey knows too much. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I don't see any surveillance um, cameras run inside the prison, which is quite unusual. You'd expect there to be some surveillance built into uh, at least the general area, but I don't see anything in the photos, which means that – uh, it would be an easy way for him to be hashtagged whacked.
0: Yeah, there might yeah. there might be a a short a short lifespan for Mister. Uh, oh, of course, it, it could be that, that that happens if he goes back to the U.S. You know. So either way, Sam Bankman is in hot water in more ways than one, and I don't feel sorry for him.
1: Is he the only one going down, or is there more to come? That's the question.
0: That's a good point, but from what we've been talking about, like I say, I don't typically buy into conspiracy theories, but after watching, uh, uh, Epstein off himself, uh, which I still don't think was him. Um, I think that he knew too much and he was, like I said, I'm not normally into this kind of thing, but
1: yeah. And um, the only reason I'm coming with a conspiracy theory in regards to this is because he's deeply involved with a lot of high level politicians. High-level people. Yeah. Yeah. That's no. the concern. And I think, uh, him testifying on Tuesday, which was yesterday, uh, would have revealed a little too much for the comfort of, uh, of these politicians. So they ended up just looking him up and just saying, "Hey, you're going to spend uh, some time as, in prison." You know, long as long as you're,
0: shut, uh, as long as you you're not in the good graces, the bad graces are far worse, Then you just become a pawn. So, all right. Uh, one last thing is the. Uh, White House refuses to answer questions about Sam Bankman Fried's donations. The White House Press Secretary Karen, or Karine, Karine, I don't remember how to pronounce her name, Jean Pierre, Pierre, claimed she was bound from commenting on the matter by a Depression era law. So, um, yeah, I guess the White House can't talk about what's going on with Sam Bankman Fried and how he made donations to the Democrats and the Republicans.
1: Yeah, to both parties. Yeah, keep in mind I, we read this a while ago. Uh, so he donated to both parties, but for the longest time, it was uh, it was just mentioned that he was donating to the Democratic Party, and he donated a lot to. Uh, uh, it's
0: ten million dollars, both parties, T- roughly roughly okay. 10, ten roughly ten million dollars to each party, roughly. Okay. It was like it was like eleven point two to the Democrats and like ten point nine to the Republicans. It wasn't a huge difference between the two, but it was still a lot of money. So, the Hatch Act, signed by uh, Roosevelt, um, is primarily intended to prevent non-elected executive branch employees from making openly political statements. Most clear-cut violations of the law involved heads of federal agencies endorsing political candidates or attempting to run for political office themselves. So this is the main reason that uh, Jean-Pierre is not allowed to talk about this particular thing. Um, but it does make it does, does make it feel awfully suspect. Not not just because of the Hatch Act, but in general, it's like, well, why can't you say anything? We went we went any comment. We need some somebody to report. But what we ended up, what the news agencies ended up reporting in general, was just that they couldn't say anything. <laughs> so.
1: At least for now, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll we'll see what com- what's once coming. Once again, once again, the revelation behind this is that. This is customer's money. And that's why it's being asked, is it going to be returned? And now it's not FTX money, it's customer's money.
0: Yeah, yeah. You, you may have donated millions and millions of dollars to these, you know, to get favors, but you're basically taking the money that people gave to you to make money off of for them to other people, and it's not yours to give.
1: $46.5 million dollars in political donations.
0: Total donations, yes. Wow. Um, that could have been all kinds of different kinds of donations for different purposes. But from what I saw last, it was he said it when in one of his tweets. He said you know, 11.2 to Democrats and 10.9. There's a tweet somewhere. He could have probably still, if assuming his tweets are still available, we can still find them. Because he did say he did he did the Republican donations uh, in, in uh, was it dark dark money don- donations, so that it wasn't obvious where it was coming from. And he did it openly for the Democrats because he felt like it was more favorable to him to, to, to do so to Democrats openly. So, yeah, it's, it's.
1: It doesn't look like nobody, the people aren't tired of SBF uh, news. It just keeps yeah. coming along. Yeah, so it just I keep coming along. About something else, but th- this is all the breaking news stuff. Yeah, everybody uh, wants to know what's going it's on. It's so
0: exciting! This this very weird, you know, thirty year old man that, that did all these terrible things. <laughs> I don't know. I I I had never heard him speak until recently. I, you know, I watched a video with him, and it's like eh, he doesn't sound at all like what I thought he would sound like. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so uh, that's all the news we got for this week uh, thank you all for listening you can of course always check out Cointree and make donations where appropriate we have a lot of coins available that you can donate through of course you can always check us out on Discord this is where most of the stuff is happening if you're watching us on YouTube we appreciate the thumbs up that always helps the algorithm to get more people to our site and uh, if you like us we're on Twitter John's on Twitter I'm on Twitter as well as uh, C3Media you can also see us on Twitch. We're always broadcasting live on Twitch whenever we do a show. Uh, and you can see us on a whole bunch of other places like Odyssey, although Odyssey will be going away soon, at least in its current form. Hopefully in the near future library will resurface as something else. So, uh, as we say at the end of every show, and you must keep them to yourself, don't let Senator Warren KYC your wallet. Stack sats and HODL. And hodl. Adiós.